Welcome to Get This Shit, the bi-monthly podcast that answers the questions you've always had, but forgot to ask. Prepare your earballs. Why, hello, and welcome back to another episode, really, through the whole I'm, I'm, song, I, I, I through, through the, the whole song. song. I made it through the song. I could have edited that out. <laughs> welcome back to another episode of Get This Shit. I'm your host, Cassie, joined by your other host, Sam. What up? Fucking coughing asthmatic ass Sam, apparently. I'm not asthmatic, okay? You're the one with the shitty lungs. Oh, fucking spicy bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. I do have pretty shitty lungs. Yeah. Yeah. You cough more than I do, but that may be self-pharmologically induced. (laughs) I Yes, it is (laughs) (laughs) self-induced. Well, thanks for joining us again. Like I think I already said. Um, uh, What's new with you, man? (laughs) Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yes. Someone can make that into a pretty sweet metal riff, I think. <laughs> what? What's new, Pussycat by Tom no, Jones? No, no. <laughs> no, that too, sure. <laughs> yeah, that'll be great. Uh, that'll be great. Uh, well, in homeowner saga news, <laughs> fucking 30, mid 30 corner, Woo-woo. um, our basement flooded for I the mean, first time like a like flooded um i don't know it was like ankle deep it's pretty fucking dope it was like halfway up a shoe it was not but okay i'll i'll let you live your life <laughs> tell yourself whatever you need to know, we like, got through it yes <laughs> it was the whole thing it was just oh god it shit down rain one day yeah Shit down shit a lot of shitty, shitty rain. And, yep. Uh, and then poor little sump pump. Couldn't keep up. Yep. But hey. It happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I will say that uh, it ha- therapy has been so helpful in these situations. I only cried for like 10 minutes this time. <laughs> <laughs> I am reminding myself and have been reminded a couple times like whether it's my choice or not that uh i am so thankful and grateful uh to have the privilege to be in therapy yes like yes so many people who are not afforded that privilege and 100 percent avenue to (laughs) self-care and i'm it's done a lot for me, and I'm like, man, I wish everyone could do this, but there's so yeah. many people who just don't even have the means to to get the help that they need. You're not wrong. Uh, it's like there should be an organization that helps with that. Yeah, it's almost like if you... yeah, <laughs> Just it makes me cynical and upset about the state of our nation's uh, laughably labeled healthcare system. Our thriving uh, capital hellscape. Yeah. I know. <laughs> well, hey, 
you gotta gotta escape sometimes, right? Yeah. Uh, we're going to see Gareth Reynolds, a uh, comedian and uh, host of The Dollop. One, one of the hosts. One of, if not, I know it's probably my favorite podcast. Oh yeah. It's, yes, one of my favorite podcasts, um, but he's coming through Indianapolis, mm-hmm. and that's going to be pretty fucking dope. This will be the second time yes. mm-hmm. that we've, well, third time we've seen him live, second right. stand-up. Yes. We saw him at the Bloomington Comedy Attic. Yes. Yep. Did I say it right? Yep. Attic? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not an addict. <laughs> yes, you usually say addict. <laughs> I got it. I ratted myself out, man. Didn't even have to. I mean, it usually sounds like you say attic. You oh, know, good. Like, good, good. But you just add a T at the end of it. It's not like you're saying the word like drug addict. Good. Because <laughs> I, I like to put fucking letters and shit into words that don't fucking belong there. I mean, you say milk. A lot of people say milk. Yeah. Well. A lot of people say pillow, too. A lot of people are wrong. So well, hey, listen, it's like bag bagel, <laughs> many other things. Sure, many other things. I I learned uh, when my cousin moved across country to Rhode Island, and then he moved back. He was like, they call all sorts of things weird fucking shit. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, oh, you're fine. Um, He was like, they call a water fountain a bubbler. Mm -hmm. And I was like, nah, it makes sense. But I get it. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like bubbler is not like it's in the it's not like a regional thing. Like there are random places in the country that call water fountains bubblers and like uh, shopping Mm -hmm. carts buggies. Yes. But it's not like, oh, like Oregon and Washington, you know, or like. Oh, it's just spotty. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I gotcha. In my opinion, no rhyme or reason. I would agree. I don't get it. I would agree. Yeah. 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 Uh, There was also. Instead of like saying next to each other, mm-hmm. a lot of people said side by each. That's hurts my brain. Interesting. Yeah. So I wonder, like, I'm like it's we're not all wrong. <laughs> no, it's not. But it's disturbing. But just say side by side. Is that real? Let us know. <laughs> Get oh yeah. Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we are recording again today. I mean, it doesn't fucking matter if it doesn't fucking upload and go through the pending fucking <laughs> whatever's Ugh, fuck goose for a bob. Uh, yeah, the processing you've been processing for three days. Mm. There's no nudity or anything in it. And I even checked that it's not for children. So let's go ham bone. Wait, this is not for children. Oh, I, you didn't know. Well, I guess I can really let loose then. Oh, yeah. You've been holding back so much, I'm sure. Uh, If you are watching this, how to do, um, you may see I have a sweet fucking headband on with some pigtails. Uh, If I get brave enough, I may, may look for it on the stories. I may post it a few times during the week. Because I'm not putting it up as just a pose. <laughs> but uh, Sam uh, 
is touching up my hair and uh, I had a bit of new growth. So he had to touch that up and I look like slim fucking shady, dude. Like <laughs> it is rough going on over here. Hey, hey, you're talking about my I did that once in oh, Lord. sophomore year. I Woo, think. Buddy, I bet you were just the talk of the town. Bella the ball. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't doing it because I was that big of an Eminem fan. Well, no, you were like, oh, I'm dumb ahead of the. It was one of my friends went through a breakup and he was like, I want to do something stupid, but not like reckless, potentially physically harmful, stupid, reckless. <laughs> yeah. So, which was actually surprisingly out of character for this particular friend. Well, look, <laughs> growth. That's what it's all about. Right? Yeah. The, he was one of the people that we would shoot bottle rockets and Roman candles at each other. Cute. And uh, around 4th of July, like how you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, just, I, you're yeah. not dressed as Santa fucking yeah, wasn't shooting at each other. Random, the, I, we weren't celebrating the Ides of March with. Hilarious. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> yeah, he was like... Uh, we went around the corner to CVS. He was like, "Hey, if I bleach not my... the CVS." Oh yeah, he was like, "If you if I bleach my hair, will you bleach it too?" The fuck, Mick. <laughs> uh, he says, "I want to be on camera." I uh, no kidding. Welcome, Mick. If I just another reason for you to come over and take a look. He has jumped up on. Oh, just kidding. Apparently. You have to keep this video screen open the whole goddamn time. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm so upset about stuff and things. We're going to try it again and see. I'm going to put it down. Megalus. He's so cute. I really want this to work. Yeah. Got to keep that bitch open the whole time. So. <sighs> <laughs> so this video may or may not go up on this one. This it will not. But it was a good it trial round. Yeah, so, uh, um, maybe I can salvage some clips. I don't know. Yeah, we can throw up if we have some good clips. Yeah, we'll I'll try. I have to fucking <sighs> annoying. <laughs> anyway, uh, this fucking DIY project. Um. Oh well. Fuck. Here's our first clip because I really wanted to show off Judith, my uh, Judy Ute Russ. Yep. She's sitting up here on the pod uh, table. It's and, pretty fucking sweet. Who is Judy? Oh, that's my uterus. Uh, my dad and I. I'm working on editing that video too. I'm. I have a lot of hobbies, guys. <laughs> I'm trying. Um, and I got. I got a damp basement. <laughs> In more ways than one. Uh, Hello. Uh, <laughs> Cheeky motherfucker. But, uh, and this is Mick. I know. How dare you. Can you not clean yourself on the podcast? I'd appreciate it. A little bit rude. We need to get him a little mic. Stop. <laughs> yes, go see your father. All right. Well, Samuel, what else do we have Oh, in my notes I have, YouTube is a bitch and I don't know why it hates me. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of reminds me of, there's a band called Lordy, I think it is. Not Lordy. Lord, uh, Lordy. And they wrote a song uh, 
the devil is a loser and he's my bitch. <laughs> and he's my bitch. And is the title of the song is also the chorus of the song. Perfect. <laughs> um doop, boop, boo. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Have we watched anything terribly? Oh, we watched all the Spider-Mans, or did we talk about that? I can't I remember. remember. But yeah, we watched all the um, new Tom Holland Spider-Mans. Yep, off to Oh, multiverse we fucking of... did. We fucking did. Oh, yeah, oh my God. We are so lame. <laughs> <laughs> we've been we've been homeownering. <laughs> so we don't really have anything uh, too crazy to update with. Bless you. Get those demons out. Wow, this is quality entertainment today <laughs> as you can tell we're a bit frazzled i'm frazzled a little bit just ready for that weekend son yeah i think we'll do some better recharging yeah 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 and i think that we'll be back to number one uh, yeah 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 but uh this week we have for you guys another uh book of Unusual knowledge episode. Um, you were showing it to a non-active camera at this moment. Oh yeah, I forgot. We're <laughs> I know. I know. I'm just I know. getting in the habit. Thank of you. I to love it. Do it, Vanna. To make it natural. I love it. Second nature. Baby okay. Hollywood, here he comes. <laughs> uh, see me. You want to start? I can. Do it. Crack that baby open. All right. Let's find let's a get random, weird. Yeah. Find a random passage in this motherfucker. Passage. Okay. I don't have any alcohol today. Ugh. Yeah, me either. Um. While he's looking. Listen to me stir my water. <laughs> a little <laughs> ASMR moment. ASMR. That's funny. Touch, now I touched the microphone. That's not a good sound. I hate the ones when they like break their fingers down it. Like I cannot scroll <laughs> fast enough away from that shit. And you think like I'm very audiophilic, I guess. I don't know what the term is, but who buddy might trigger like I am automatically triggered by sounds and it can be good or bad mm-hmm. very quickly. It's called uh, it's not audiophilic. It's called autistic. Touche (laughs) Touche Alright what you have for us Alright so We're going to talk about uh, 10 famous people Who were adopted 10 famous people who were adopted Mm -hmm. Alright The image of the typical or quote unquote Normal American family With a father, a mother and 2.5 kids And a dog Oh, so one's chopped up dead in the backyard? Or? This is the average. Like, between two or three kids, they say two. So, mom, six, uh, three, nope, what's, how long is gestation? Yeah, three and a half uh, months pregnant? Four and a half. Whatever. <laughs> it's technically ten months, so. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> These days, families are quote-unquote blended and quote-unquote progressive. And more than a little creative in terms of structure. Below are a few well-known celebrities who were ahead of the, ahead of the curve. 
each famous figure listed below was orphaned, fostered, or adopted at a young age. Not and orphaned! <laughs> and clearly did not let them set that back. Number one, Babe Ruth. Uh, I mean his behavior, kind of. <laughs> George Herman Ruth Jr., born in 1895 in Maryland, lost six of his seven siblings. Whoa! Which, 1890, before 1900, that's not that Oh, okay. <laughs> um, due to disease and poverty, uh, Babe's tavern-owning parents placed him and his sister in orphanages, sending Babe to St. Saint Mary's Industrial School for Boys. Jesus Christ, that sounds a like a nightmare. Program, a work tuition. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm sure he learned a lot there. It was there that Babe met Brother Matthias, who taught him how to play baseball. The rest is history. Babe Ruth was one of the greatest, most beloved players ever to set foot on a baseball field. Sure. Uh, number two, Bo Diddley. <laughs> Fuck is Bo Diddley? And uh, he was a very, very influential blues musician. That's amazing. I don't know that I've ever heard that name before. Uh, in 1928, Ellis Bates, better known as Bo Diddley, was born to a desperate poor couple in rural Mississippi. At a young age, he was adopted along with three three cousins by his mother's cousin, who moved the family uh, okay. to Chicago around the mid-1930s, which, if we All remember, right. is uh, at the tail end of the first Great Migration. Yes. Uh, nicknamed, quote, the originator... Diddley would go on to record nearly 40 records and was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1987. Number three, Dave Thomas. Wendy's Dave Thomas? Dave Thomas. Of Wendy's fame, Dave Thomas? (laughs) Dave Thomas, the founder of the fast food restaurant giant Wendy's. the Frosty Freeze? Yeah. Was given up for adoption at birth. Sadly, his adoptive mother died when he was five. Thomas left high school in the 10th grade to work full-time at a restaurant. After a stint in the Army... Thomas moved to Columbus, Ohio, where he opened his first Wendy's restaurant in 1969. He would later found the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption to promote uh, adoption law simplification and reduce adoption costs in the U.S. That's amazing. I'll adopt Uh, a Wendy's baby. Debbie Harry, number four. Debbie Harry. Best known as the lead singer Blondie. Ah! Uh, The new wave innovator that produced hits such as Call Me and Heart of Glass, Deborah Harry, was given up at three months and adopted by a couple from New Jersey. Harry led the typical rock star lifestyle and she lived to tell the tale. Blondie was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2006 and Debbie Harry continues to tour and act. Damn, these orphans are out here owning the fucking Hall well, of Fames. <laughs> well, I mean, this is not indicative of all orphans. All orphans. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, listen, uh, there's more of them on, you know, these uh, top tenors. What are they? <laughs> Hall of Fames. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> Number five. They're saturating the market is what I'm saying. <laughs> Number five, Malcolm X. Oh, I had no idea. The childhood of the man who would become black power leader, Malcolm X, was not a happy one. <gasps> no way. <laughs> His father, Earl Little, was a Christian minister who was killed in 1931 when Malcolm was a small boy. Following his father's death, his mother had a nervous breakdown and was committed to a mental hospital. Uh, Understandable. Yeah. Malcolm and his siblings were put into an orphanage and later fostered by various families. Malcolm would later convert to the Nation of Islam and emerge as one of the most influential civil rights activists of the modern era. Wow. Number six, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. The eventual Apple Daddy. Uh, yes, Apple Daddy. Um, Sorry, did I distract you with Apple Daddy? <laughs> well, it made me think of like Apple Daddy, then progressed to raw food diet that he thought was going to cure his cancer. Because you know, I mean, people have believed weirder things. Mm-hmm. Just usually not with that gratuitous and copious amounts of money. But think about. Other than the level of apples he was getting. (laughs) They were the finest apples. Uh, Macintosh from Macintosh apples from (sighs) Macintosh, Washington or something. Yes. Do they grow apples in Washington? Where the fuck do apples grow? Oh, they grow here. They grow everywhere. (laughs) I think. Well, good. Pretty popular. Good. Pretty resilient in most climates in this country pretty goddamn delicious the legend of johnny appleseed was able to spread across the country Ooh, that would be really interesting because isn't that like a whole crock of shit i think so but i would have to look into um put it on you know know what we need a little whiteboard so we can yeah done sold (laughs) so Steve Jobs, the eventual co-founder of Apple Computers and the brain behind iPhone, iPad, and iPod. I pussy dick. (laughs) (laughs) Stephen Paul was adopted as an infant by Paul and Clara Jobs in February of 1955. Jobs held an internship with Hewlett Packard and did a stint at Atari Incorporated before he and Steven, Steve Wozniak developed the first Apple the computer. The Woz. These days, the iPhone is ubiquitous, and Apple computers are synonymous with style and tech savvy. Ooh. Sure. And they uh, sell your information. I think it was... Oh, copyright in 2012. So I think Chops is still with us when this came out. So... Hey, we never said that it was the most current research. Right. Uh, (laughs) Scott Hamilton. Scott Hamilton. The ice skater? Yeah. Oh, my God. Dorothy and Ernest Hamilton adopted Scott in 1958 when he was just six weeks old. In 1984, Hamilton won an Olympic gold medal in men's figure skating, making him the first American male to medal... In the sport since 1960. Jesus. Sorry, sorry the sound effect was me turning the page. <laughs> For those who couldn't see. <laughs> uh, in 1986, Hamilton rece- uh, created Stars on Ice, a professional ice show that 
visit cities around the world. Fancy. Which ice skaters ice skating. Okay, so I didn't know this was actually a thing, but you know how uh, one of my comfort repeat shows that I'll turn on and go through just for shits and giggles, even though I've seen it a thousand times, is Will and Grace. Yes. One of the episodes, uh, I think it's Jack and Grace uh, bond over flipping out over going to see champions on ice. Champions <laughs> on ice. Uh, I love it. So, yeah, I didn't know that was a actual thing. Anyway. Champion. Number eight, Harry Carey. Harry Carey. Yes. I'm not going to do my Harry Carey. Harry Carey. During his decades-long career. I oh, God. Might be close. I don't know. No. It, it, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, during his decades-long career, baseball announcer Harry Carey called the shots for the St. Louis Cardinals, Chicago White Sox, and Chicago Cubs. Harry Christopher Carabino was born in 1914 in one Holy of- shit! in one of the poorest sections of St. Louis and was still an infant when his father died. By the time he was 10, his mother had died as well. Damn! So an aunt raised him from that point. In 1989, Carey was inducted to the Baseball Hall of Fame as a broadcaster, and in 1990, he joined Radio Hall of... The Radio Hall of Fame. A statue of him stands outside legendary Wrigley Field on Chicago's north side. I want to see it. Two more. Number nine. Melissa Gilbert. Okay. Not ringing a bell. I'm not surprised. Uh, Best known for her portrayal of Laura Ingalls on Little House on the Prairie. Oh, okay. I know who that is. Yes. Uh, Wasn't a Little (laughs) House on the Prairie gal. I was just because I didn't have cable growing up because I was poor. Sorry. Feel bad for me. I'm I'm so downtrodden. <laughs> I have I a story that's unlike anyone else's. I'm not like those other girls. Those other <laughs> girls. All right. Melissa Gilbert was adopted at birth by Ed Gilbert and Barbara Crane, both Hollywood actors. Oh. Yeah. Uh, okay. Melissa's dad died when she was 11. Oh, no. And Michael Landon, who played her father on television, Landon. also played Little Joe on the show Bonanza. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, Michael Landon, who played her father on television, became a surrogate father to her. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. that's sweet. Uh, Melissa's siblings included adopted brother Jonathan Gilbert, who portrayed... Willie Olson on Little House, and Sister Sarah, who is not adopted, who played Darlene on Roseanne. Oh! Shut up! Damn, Gina. Melissa Gilbert's related to Sarah Gilbert. Yes. Huh? Weird. Who would have guessed? Anyway, uh, Melissa continues to act mostly in made-for-TV movies, and she served as president of the Screen Actors Guild from... Holy shit! From 2001 to 2005. That's incredibly impressive. And number 10, 
I can't say we saved the best for last on this. Oh, okay. Especially when in the middle we had like Malcolm X and Steve Jobs. So I don't know what why they put it in any specific order for okay. this one. But number 10, Faith Hill. Oh, uh, t- yeah. Kind of going out on a fizzle, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That offends you good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> adopted when she was only a few days old. Wow. Audrey Faith Perry was... Raised in Star, Mississippi by Ted and Edna Perry, the country music Edna. superstar. Wow, superstars not in quotes. Um was <laughs> spicy. Spicy. Uh, was the only adopted kid in the family and formed a good relationship with her biological mother later in life. Faith oh, always good. knew that she was adopted and referred to her childhood as amazing. Well, good. She kept the faith. Gotta have that faith. faith, faith. Mm, 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 mm. All right. All right. Your turn. All right. Let's see. Talk to me. Talk to me, Book. Book. Let's see. All right. Open this up. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Hmm. I opened it up to Listerine. That's hilarious because on the next page it had it was talking about Frank Mesmer. Oh shit! From what I wow. did the history of hypnotism. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. The history of hypnotism. All right. I think we may have talked about this as well, but here we go. The segue. No, no, but it was maybe a, just you and I, or it, it was, was a, a recent episode of the Dollop. Oh my god! Like a couple months ago, I that's think. hilarious. Uh, in tw- oh god, that's not how you say that. Two thousand and one. I was like twenty oh one. Twenty ot one. Oh, I like it. I like it. I that, like that's it. That's why they call it the ots. Of course it is. <laughs> uh, mastermind Dean Kamen, a self-taught physicist Mm -hmm. and established inventor developed the Segway, a product that he claimed would make walking obsolete. Mm -hmm. Cayman had previously patented a phone book size portable dialysis machine, a non-polluting engine, and more than 150 contraptions. So with what I know, which you guys will ser- soon learn, we need to come back to that first first guy. Okay, first bullet point. All right. Oh, the... Uh, Be the- quiet. <laughs> yes, don't, don't ruin it. <laughs> we have to come back to the first bullet point when we finish the list. Oh, okay. Because I'm assuming it's chronological. Maybe. Uh, the Segway is officially referred to as a human transport device. <laughs> Segway PT's personal transporters have electric motors that drive the apparatus at speeds up to 12 and a half miles per hour. Look, that doesn't sound like a lot, but it feels like you're cooking. Uh, you're cooking. Hell yeah. I haven't been on a Segway. I don't believe that I I would ever be able to navigate that. But I have been on like a Lime scooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been on a Segway either. I just don't think that it's a good idea. I would need a helmet and knee pads and elbow pads and wrist guards and just a, one of those giant hamster bubbles. <laughs> like, <laughs> awful. 
The segue is designed with redundant technology. This means that the device features duplicates of its important pieces of hardware. Mm -hmm. If one function fails, an internal computer uses the duplicate function to keep the machine stable long enough for the writer to hop off and Mm. scurry away. (laughs) Now. uh, (laughs) You're not wrong. No, there was there was at one point when they tried to release it that there was I think it was a bug in the software. Yeah. That if the battery was low, then (laughs) the speed regulator would like not have enough power to like govern it. So it would like go faster and turn faster and move erratically oh, without no. any warning. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Some people got a little no. fucked up by it. But. So they were just getting fucking shit whipped off of these things? Like, yeah, they the would like go to turn dying? and like, <laughs> yeah, from what I understand and remember from listening to the episode of The Dollop. Oh my God. I got to pull this up because I just glanced down and uh, it did not have what I truly, truly wanted. Do, 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 do. Boop, 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 boop. All right. So let's see here. Okay. Um, Segways respond as if they're controlled by the writer's thoughts alone. <laughs> I think some of those people who got shit whipped off of them would disagree. (laughs) The secret of newer segues is in its control shaft, which sways in sync with the writer if they want to turn. Mm -hmm. Hmm, hmm. You operate a segue like this. Turn it on. Step onto the two-wheeled platform. Grip the waist-high handle and lean forward. And off you go. I don't believe that it's that simple. I mean, it probably is. It doesn't mean that our, like, if your body mechanics aren't used to it, that you'll adapt that simply to it. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. I mean, it's kind of like the fucking hoverboards. You could. Oh, my God. Pay me money to get on Man, one of those things. Man, that fucking video. If you've never seen Mike Tyson on a hoverboard, <laughs> go fucking watch it. It will. Uh, you will laugh. It'll guaranteed. Make your month. <laughs> it really will. He screams like three times in a row, but very quickly, but all different pitches. He's like. <laughs> that's a pretty good uh that's a pretty good um impression impression. oh my god (laughs) Woo, girl i am going to scream why are you looking up i don't worry about it okay (laughs) uh it's illegal to use a segue on the streets On roads or highways, Mm -hmm. but they are, however, allowed on sidewalks Mm -hmm. and bike lanes. Yeah. Most segways can travel about 12 miles before they need a charge. Nice. I guess that's kind of handy if you're a real local drunk. (laughs) It'd be pretty dope. (laughs) Just saying, it'd be pretty dope on a college campus, too. Yeah. Or um, policing a mall. 
Isn't there a movie about that? <laughs> There's two movies There's about that. There's two. You're not wrong. Peanut butter fills the cracks of the heart. I was upset when my... I think I was still living at home when that movie came out. And I was forced to watch it with the rest of my family on like a family movie night or whatever. Oh. They picked Paul Blart Mall Cop to watch. Of course. I was like, come on. There's, there's no way. I mean, I had to be around like 18-ish at the time when that movie came out, I want to say. Uh-huh. And, man, yeah, even back she then, said, man. I was like, there's no way this is going to be good. <laughs> like, there this can't is, uh... be any way that this is going to be. And I was right. I was Listen, right. it's not bad. Yes, it is. I. It is so bad. Listen, and not like it has funny parts. Entertaining bad, like it's just bad. It has some funny parts. You can call it my unpopular opinion. That's fine. Oh my but god, you're I'm so funny. just saying. For me personally, what the fuck is that girl's wig? Uh, shop called fuck wiglets or uh, oh unbelievable I, that's what it's called i, know, I was gonna ah. say i saw it once then decided to never you're like never again like that again you're so funny uh, all right uh despite a lot of media attention and i mean a lot like you should totally go and listen <laughs> to the dollop about oh it oh my god because yes. it is totally worth it uh segways haven't sold very well as of 2010 only about 50 thousand units had nice. been sold thank you so um dean Kamen is a guy that came up with it right mm-hmm. well in, it makes me think of dean kane it does 110 <laughs> percent um so another guy jimmy hesselden he bought Segway Inc. I was December of '09. Yes. Yes. Oh God! This is this guy buys the Segway. Buy Segway, right? And he's like, "We're gonna make this like the next biggest thing." Like, Mm -hmm. he's like, "It just hasn't been marketed properly," and he has all these ideas and thoughts and things, and none of them go well. Like, just Mm -hmm. nothing goes well. Um, Jimmy. Hesselden at 62 rolled off the <laughs> rolled off of uh, the Thorpe Arch in uh, West Yorkshire just a cliff yeah rolled off a cliff rolled himself off of a cliff in a wheelchair on a on Segway a bike? oh on a Segway yep <laughs> Dies as he scoots uh, across a cliff on his own, not invention, but uh, his product, product, his <laughs> yeah. baby, his passion. Fucking just. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so Fucking wily coyote, that thing. About that. Oh my god! Insane. The like, river. I mean, it's not funny the river that a person died. Warfy. But. Uh, yeah, he he was pronounced dead at the scene, and the scooter was in the water. Yeah, I wonder if it worked afterwards. Probably. I mean, Segways were extremely well constructed. Yeah, like they lasted for years, 
Years and years and years. I wonder if anyone else. I wonder if we know anyone that has a Segway. If you have a Segway, let us know. <laughs> right. DM us at GTS underscore podcast or uh, email us. Get the shit podcast. At gmail.com. All right. Give us something. Uh, a brief history of underwear. <laughs> Perfect. From fig leaves to bloomers to thongs, people have covered themselves with a little or a lot. Here's a brief history of the undergarment. A brief history of the undergarment. Yes. The earliest and most simple undergarment was the loincloth, a long strip of material worn between the legs and around the waist. King Tutankhamun was buried with 145 of them. All on... Him? No, I don't think it was like Joey from Friends when he wears all, <laughs> when he puts all the fucking <laughs> sweaters and shit. I well, okay, wait. Don't act like that's a ridiculous assumption. <laughs> Where the fuck else you put a bunch of loincloth, smartass? <laughs> I mean, probably pack a bag for him. In the, I mean, he was not buried in a small tomb. Well, no, but where? <laughs> Where in a tomb do you suggest the underwear drawer is? Uh, in the wardrobe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which bottle's that? Uh, in... No, I'm sure they had, like, ch- oh, chests the and drawers. And, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure they did. It was right next to the lion and the witch. I am, yep, right there. <laughs> Uh, men in Middle Ages wore loose trouser-like undergarments called uh, braids, B-R-A-I-E-S. Pantaloons. <laughs> which one stepped into and tied around the waist and legs about mid-calf to facilitate urination. Braids were fitted, no! were fitted with a codpiece, a flap that buttoned or tied clothes. Oh, okay. So your uh, yeah, your classic button fly situation. Yep. Uh, medieval women wore a close fitting undergarment called a sh- chemise. Uh, uh, that's where skims came from. C a c h e m i s e, and corsets began to appear in the 18th century. Early versions of the corset Word. were designed to flatten a woman's bust line but by the late 1800s what? they were altered to give women an ex- exaggerated hourglass shape great both super comfortable <laughs> right <laughs> you're not naturally shaped like that uh in the late 1800s and early 1900s chastity was a big concern for married or committed couples jesus christ during that time many inventors received patents for quote security underwear for men <laughs> for, uh, okay these devices don't even think about getting a boner right don't even think about it these devices were meant to assure quote masculine chastity they ensured that the men refrained from sexual relations with anyone other than the person with the key to open their particular device. All right. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that didn't manifest in different ways. Yeah, I can't yeah. imagine. Yeah, yeah. Um, the thong made its first public U.S. appearance at the 1939 World's Fair. Oh! I bet that booth was busy as fuck. 
Boy! <laughs> when... Cheeks! Uh, huh? Cheeks. Not what I heard. <laughs> I heard an N in there. I don't... I, I which heard end? a... I heard a pejorative slur for... Oh! Cheeks! <laughs> yeah, no, I heard an N in oh, the word Oh, I understand. Nope. Just talking about clapping cheeks, man. Yeah. No, you're fine. <laughs> My uh, ears are just playing tricks. On I me. guess. That's why I was like, huh? Yep. Anyway, so, like I said, the thong made its first U.S. public appearance at the U.S. God damn it, at the 1939 World's Fair when Mayor, New York Mayor Fiorello LaGuardia. Oh, yeah. Required nude dancers to cover themselves, if only barely. I mean, I still want to see most of it, but like you can't show your chocolate starfish, ladies. Right. Let's cover up the whole nips and bits. (laughs) And that's all this book has on a brief history of uh, underwear. Briefs. Yeah. (laughs) A brief on briefs. A brief on briefs. I love it. All right. I think we have time for one more selection. Cool. I, I'm juggling it like it's like a you're deck shaking of cards. Dice of yacht. Yeah, yeah, it's a Yahtzee thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got it. I don't care about that. <laughs> it was men's societies. Um, Oof. happy inter- thank you, International Women's Day. It was this week. Uh, okay, one lucky lady. Three strikes and you're out. Apparently. Luck. Be a lady tonight. tonight. <laughs> uh, that apparently didn't apply to Violet Jessup. This lucky English woman served aboard the infamous trio of white star ships, the Olympic, Titanic, and Britannic. Oof. When accidents befell them and lived to tell the tale each time. Well... She did it. (laughs) That's what I'm convinced already. All right, here we go. In 1911, Violet Jessup was working as a first class attendant on the Olympic. While cruising off the Isle of Wight, the British warship HMS Hawk collided with the vessel. Both ships sustained heavy damage, but they managed to stay afloat and no lives were lost. Strike one. There you go. I mean, I don't think she was piloting the warship that ran into them, so. Listen, I you don't know what Violet's capable of. I she get, could be a I mean? master of, uh, what is that, sabotage or uh, mm-hmm. what's the other one? When you do it, uh, it's not incognito, but it's close to that espionage. <laughs> Wow, that was a journey. <laughs> uh, we've landed back. I hope that you enjoyed your flight. Um, in 19... Flight is a boat. <laughs> in 1912, <laughs> Jessup was working aboard the luxury steamer Titanic. After I've the... had a luxury steamer before. Funny. After the ship struck an iceberg, Jessup was ordered into a lifeboat. There she watched the enormous enormous ship 
plunge into infamy in the icy waters of the North Atlantic. Strike two. I feel like that one was pretty um, anticlimactic. Like you would expect the Titanic one to be pretty, pretty uh, dramatic. But heroine uh-huh. of her. No, more. no, she just got to escape the boat because she was a woman. So. Happy International Women's Day. Right. Second. You'd be a little popsicle, wouldn't you? Sorry, that was my failed attempt to mock uh, men's rights advocates. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Because fuck them. <laughs> equal rights, equal fights. <laughs> Jessup's most harrowing moment. Oh, here we go. Here's the mean uh, potatoes. All right. Damn, Gina, she's very unlucky in a short span of time. Uh, her most harrowing moment came in 1916. Mm-hmm. That's like 1911 was the first one. Mm-hmm. So like she's cooking through them real yeah, quick. Within five years. But I mean, let's be honest. Like uh, the sea still to this day is not a safe place. Yeah. Especially if you're going Mermaids on like, are out there. a long journey. And Krakens and Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to run into that ice wall surrounding. Yeah, man. What happens when you hit that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The earth. So, in 1916, you flip upside down and you go on the other side. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. God, I hate flat earth logic. It makes me so mad. Lot. <laughs> logic. Yeah, sorry. Logic was in quotes. Uh, in 1916, while Violet was serving as a nurse aboard the doomed HMHS Britannic, Jessup was forced to abandon the swiftly sinking vessel after it had hit a mine. <laughs> I leapt into the water, but was sucked under the ship's keel and then struck my head. Yeah. But somehow she managed to survive. I would never go on a boat <laughs> again. <laughs> to quote to quote Jack from Will and Grace, I would die. <laughs> I would die. Oh my god. Die, die, die. Yes. <laughs> At this point, an out would normally be called, but not for this plucky lass. She continued to sail and even serve on the Olympic once again before retiring from sea duty. The yeah. unlikely duty. Duty. <laughs> the unlikely tale of Violet Jessup thrice saved by the fickle hand of fate seems nothing short of miraculous. Uh, there's a little aside down here. After the Britannic struck an underwater mine, its trip to the bottom of the Aegean Sea was mm-hmm. extraordinary, extraordinarily swift. I bet. Contributing to the speed were scores of open portholes on the vessel's lower deck, mm-hmm. left mm-hmm. open as a way to ventilate the ship's hospital wards. They allowed water to pour in when the vessel began to list. The ship slid underneath the waves less than an hour after the explosion. Yeah, no, I bet. Man, that thing was cooking to the bottom of the sea. Woo, boy. God damn, Violet Jessup. She, I, back in the days of uh, pirates and, you know, Blackbeard and all that, she would never be allowed back on a ship. Or as a whaler, <laughs> never be allowed back on a ship after all those fucking misfortunes. Three times, bitch. And then she went back to the Olympic. No, ma'am. Yeah, no, ma'am. Yeah. 
Retire. You deserve it. God damn. And so does everyone else around you. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Give them a chance, Violet. <laughs> God damn. <sighs> All right. Well, um, I do have a uh, little uh, little shit for you to get. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, I have some shit that you need to get. Me? You, Samuel. Okay. All right. Uh, what kind of candle is it? You're so funny. It's <laughs> not a candle at all. It is... Hornaments.com. Hornaments? Hornaments. Horror ornaments? Horror ornaments.com. Horror ornaments. I listened to them try to say it 300 times. (laughs) I like horror ornaments. That's how it is. That's like how it's spelled. Uh, If you open up your Instagram. Horror ornaments? Sure. Horror. God. Fuck. I know. <laughs> Open up your Instagram and you can look at it with me. Horror ornaments. Horror ornaments. Horror ornaments. I, ornaments. I do believe that's how how the gal sent it. Uh, this, oh goodness, this father daughter team have created the perfect uncondi- unconventional gothic themed ornaments that have uh, I that. They have an ornament for every fucking occasion. So um, if you, you know, like to decorate a tree or uh, some people have like trees all year round and just decorate for different seasons uh, or, you know, for different things around the house, um, whatever you want to do. Or if you're one of those people who shops uh, for Christmas for the people that they love throughout the year. You're so smart. Um, I gave ornaments for a long time as gifts, yeah. but uh, a if shark you ornament. yes, if you go to horrorornaments.com, <laughs> you can get yourself a beautiful Bigfoot, a biohazard skull, some angry candy corn, and much more. Oh, there's a body bag. There's uh, a meat, a bloody meat cleaver that says "I love you" to pieces. Oh my god, I love it! They do have different collections. They have a couple of really cute um, Valentine's Day ones and different things. Oh my gosh, does this say apparel? There is some apparel that's a awesome. Doctor ornament. Yeah. Ooh, Cthulhu. A Cthulhu. Oh, there's a pumpkin spider t-shirt. Oh, pretty dope. Pretty dope Frankenstein's monster t-shirt. But, oh, let's see. This says trees. Oh, my gosh. They make cute little trees that um, they're, I don't know. Let's see. Like ornament trees? Ornament trees. Yeah, Yeah, but they're... um, when all the leaves fall off, skeleton trees. Yeah. I can't. Leafless. Leafless. Thank you. God damn it. They're naked trees. They've got some magnets. <laughs> but you guys need to head on over to horrorornaments.com and pick yourself out or one of your uh, spooky pals. Mm-hmm. Pick out some cute and creepy ornaments mm, there's a today. zombie mermaid one zombie mermaid zombie unicorn <gasps> so 
zombie unicorn. Far enough, it's uh, it looks pretty zombie-ish. Let me see. No, that's a total zombie unicorn. Yeah. Its ribs are exposed, but it's still like. I don't know. Charlie. Like, it's just be getting ready for you know a fashion show or something. Candy Mountain, Charlie. <laughs> There's a Cerberus one. Oh my God! Cool. They do have um. They're like um 3D, and then they also have flat back as well. If you're, I don't know. Very particular about your ornaments, your horror ornaments. All right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I th- uh, that's pretty much it. You can scroll horror ornaments all day. <laughs> all day long. Well, Samuel, you have anything that the people need to know about? Um, I don't think so. I know. I you poor thing. You're tapped. <laughs> You're tapped. You poor Duno. Well. Yet. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, while you're looking at your horror ornaments and deciding which creepy creation you want to add to your next collection, uh, make sure that we are in your sweet, sweet earballs. You can find us on all of the different streaming platforms, including Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Uh, If you would like to see our awkward shenanigans, you can visit our Instagram and YouTube channel at GTS underscore podcast. While you're there, please make sure that you like, follow, and subscribe so we can continue to grow our shit. Check out our link tree to find our our website. (laughs) <laughs> weapon, Damn. Weapon site. Our weapon site, <laughs> website, and weapon site, new YouTube channel, episode resources, and much more, including weapons. <laughs> Give us a holler if you have a small business you want to hype or a topic you don't want to do homework on. Send all your shits to get this shit podcast at gmail.com. Spell that shit out. all right so we've reached the end of another beautiful shit break with you guys we appreciate you tuning in and uh yeah make sure you stay safe out there ah the sun's gonna start coming out hopefully a little bit more regularly Mm -hmm. a little bit more of that vitamin d that we need (laughs) chase away that sad because uh whoo girl Winter has been bluesy. So make sure you take care of yourself. Take care Mm. of others. Uh, Love and light it on fire. Stay stinky. All right. So bye. Bye.